Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 153 of the Eve's Drop Podcast. I would have said awarded, award-winning podcast, which it did in the past, but we're not, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not talking about that right now. We have a man, Dan Ghosty Roth, age 20, male, from uh, suburbia, Illinois, right? <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. Um, 20 years old, we're playing in Challengers, won uh, Challengers Cup, the talk of the town, and within 24 hours of of that win, you get a call from a deep-voiced angel, Mexican you, you. angel, me. Uh, you were in the middle of class, if I if I do remember mm -hmm. correctly. Um, you saw you saw my DM on Twitter. Give me a call. You did, and obviously the rest is history. And we'll get to that right now. But uh, for those who are living under the rock, this is uh, Ghosty. Uh, he is an AR player uh, alongside my man Dashy, um, who really made an impact into our gameplay, uh, the, especially in the in the last the, the resilience, the, the the mental fortitude that you guys had to 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 run that losers run all the way to second place was nothing short of a beautiful story told. Uh, the fact that you guys didn't win obviously sucks. That's uh, what it is. Especially when you consider how awesome it would have been, you know, for your story specifically. Yeah. So no one beating themselves as hard as you're probably beating yourself, so we won't uh, talk too much about it. But I, I wanted to do a podcast with you as soon as possible because I, 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 want, I want the people that watch this podcast, I want, I want the Optic green wall to understand who it is that they're cheering for uh, because they know but they don't truly know your story you, you need to shake that dude because no, it's all the caramel it's too caramely though oh okay yeah like I shook up a little bit of it but now it's like too caramely yeah Dan, you know what I'm saying I do when you go when you go to a Starbucks do you say ghosty or do you say Dan I say Dan why I don't know. Don't you want to set yourself with a, yo, I'm ghosty. What the fuck? Why, why is no. your name ghosty? Then they're going to look at you and be like, oh, you're like regular a tan people. In a while. Huh? Those are like regular people, though. Yeah. You're not a regular person. Okay, that's true. But yeah, but like they're going to think it's weird calling me ghosty. Nah. Like who? What? No. Dude, you, you think that they're not tired you of saying. Hex? Do you put hex on your Absolutely. orders? Absolutely. I sign as hex. Okay, that's tough. Uh, yeah, of course, man. There's so, you know how many Hector Rodriguez's exist on this world? <laughs> A fucking billion, probably. <laughs> uh, Dan, um, I'm going to ask you who you are today, but but first I want to ask who you were when you first discovered that you had a love for video games and what video game it was. Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I will say, like, my first game was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on mm -hmm. the original Xbox when I who was, Who do like, you identify with? Five years old. It's got to be Leonardo or Donatello. Probably Donatello for me. So purple and blue. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Michelangelo myself. Okay. I love the nunchucks, <laughs> and I think he's the one that loves pizza the most, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm definitely a nunchucks guy. And there's Raphael, right? The red one, Raphael. You know what I just name? made a connection in huh. my head as I was describing? Is, is, is Michelangelo a yellow bandana and nunchucks because Bruce Lee uh, wore that yellow suit? And Ooh. uses the nunchucks. That could be a good reference because, like, I I can see kids shows doing that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Am I a genius? Yeah, you might be genius. I I did have an advantage. Those are the cartoons that I grew up <clears> watching: <throat> Thundercats, uh, Ronin Warriors, 
uh, Masters of the Universe. Huh. All the good ones. You don't know any of those? No. He Man. I know what He Man is. Oh, yeah, Master of the Universe. Okay. Uh, Thundercats. I feel like I've heard of Thundercats, but no way I've ever Best seen. Best cartoon it. ever. Okay. Um. Anyway, the, 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 neither here or there. So, so please tell me, Ninja Turtles, continue. Um. But honestly, I'm. I don't want to sound corny, but it might be COD was the yeah. first game that I really fell in love with. But like, it was campaign COD. Like, I started playing like COD two. I went and played COD one like on PC. Um. At like. I think I went to either, I think it was a Best Buy or like, what were those places Game called systems. where you could print? But like, they oh, weren't Kinkos. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like computers there and mm -hmm. like you could play games there too. So I think I played Call of Duty there, like the original one. Yeah. Um, but that was like the first game I ever fell in love with. Time? Probably five, six. You were five, six. What the hell were you doing at a copy making place? I don't know. I was always with like my, uh, you know, mom or dad, I guess, whichever one like had me at the time or whoever I was with or like one of their babysitters or whatever. So like, I don't know. I was just never home. Yeah. So like I always had like a PSP or a DS and like would play like the Xbox, like original one at my house. And then I got a 360 when I was seven. And then that's when it started. I was 27 or 26 when I got that 360. Really? 25. What, you cracked? It's all right. You're I was good like seven, company. eight. You're like, really? <laughs> you were so, 20? So, uh, well, Jesus. I was born in 1980, dude. Really? What, what year were you born? 2002? 2002. I was 22 years old. I had seen life by then. I, it, at 22, <laughs> I had already done spring breaks in Cancun back-to-back -back years. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fun and I was stuff. coming out the womb. You were coming out the womb. It's crazy. Uh, so t tell me about your, your upbringing. Tell me, tell me what you want to tell me and what you want them to know about you. How did you grow up? What was your your, your time like growing up, uh, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, I mean, shit, that's a little, that, that's a hard, tough topic to discuss. Definitely not an easy life. Uh, family's pretty poor. Uh, mom and dad were always separate. Dad wasn't around or my mom wasn't around. I never had both parents at the same time, so that was kind of annoying. Um, and then, like, both my parents are also drug addicts, to throw that in there, um, like, at the beginning, uh, like, when I was born. And then, like... You know, my dad continued to do so, and then my mom just switched to alcohol, and now she's sober for the last almost two years. Maybe it's over two years now, good two and her. a half. Yeah, very good for her. Very proud of her. She's doing very well. Dad, not so, you know, whatever. Um, so that was definitely not the easiest. I uh, definitely used video games as an escape. Um, was really good at school, but I didn't go. Uh, I just did not really like going that much. Um, not really the best student, so to speak, but I was good at school. Um, so definitely a very unique upbringing. Uh, I emancipated myself when I was 15, 16. What does right that mean? <clears throat> Basically, emancipation is um, putting yourself into the foster care system. Uh, because I, like, you know, home how, life. How do, you, how do you know how to do that at 15 years old? <laughs> uh, I've always been pretty smart and mature. I had to mature really young. You know, I was around parents doing cocaine on the counter. It is what it is. Like, you, can, you know, blur the cocaine out, but it is what it is. <clears throat> and I just had to mature really fast. And I've always been very blessed um, intellectually when it comes to school and maybe not so much in other aspects, but I'm okay with that because what it, other aspects? it helps me. Um, I probably lack a lot of emotional development. Um, empathy is pretty hard for me with strangers, um, but I'm getting better at that. Um, but I have like, I don't really have like deep emotions. It's just like very like surface level, like happy or sad. Yeah. Because like I always just see it as, oh, got to move on to the next thing. Like, I lose in COD, and it's whatever. It's another day. Guy, just move on. Like, of course I'm pissed. I always want to win. I want to be the best. But you have to accept everything for what it is for today and then appreciate tomorrow as today again. That's how I see it. Every day is a new day.
very mature i've so tried that's to be. that's that's a very mature mentality uh and uh, may, maybe a superpower even in 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 some cases definitely all right please, please continue that's uh <clears throat> i didn't know this um yeah uh so i emancipated myself um and then i moved in with the the, the z-gars as i call them There's, i still live with them today they're uh they're a lovely family very close with them three other brothers in their family mom dad yeah <clears throat> and then with my like actual family i have a half brother with my mom he is 11 years old about to be wait actually about to be 12 this year but regardless of the fact um <clears throat> i have a little brother a little half brother he's 11 years old and then we share a different or we share a mom but he has a different dad and like he's all good so i wasn't super stressed out when i became emancipated because i knew that he was taken care of okay um and then i went through that whole process uh got a lot of help from my school a lot of uh teachers counselors they helped me a lot in terms of like college figuring out living helping me just get stuff in general so like my college life would be easier and uh i guess now i'm here a couple years later um doing this damn podcast so it's pretty damn dope (laughs) (laughs) uh that, that that's great so uh, uh upon emancipating yourself so so walk me through that you're 14 years old and you are right after infinite warfare yeah basically so how, how old were you it's i like was 14 15 like because I, I played throughout all the jetpacks despite the 18 plus rule yeah um but then i all the stuff started happening a little more uh it started to flare up a little more aggressively so to speak um so i had to like step away for two years like i didn't touch cod completely during World War II, BO4, I didn't even pick up a controller. Like, you didn't miss anything. I didn't play any video games. Eh, maybe BO4, it was pretty yeah. cool to watch. Oh, Black Ops 4, yeah, yeah, of course. World War II, yeah. Nah, not, my, not my thing, even though I do come from that era. Um, so you're you're 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You have just made your list of people that that you beat, right? Or uh, the, that are now pros. And you see your family life becoming a little bit... Uh, or maybe not a little bit. I don't want to diminish the the, the 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 seriousness of it. But but you start to realize that that is not where you want to be. And instead of doing what the ninety nine point nine 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 percent of kids currently in the same situation as you, uh, they'll take it upon themselves to pick up, uh, or I'll say book, but to open up the internet and just type simple questions that can help you get to where you eventually got right, which is the 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 option of emancipating yourself into the into the foster care system um the the bravery that it took and i'm and i'm just speaking from from myself as a, as a 14 year old you know I, I i i didn't have the best upbringing either but yeah. to, but i but i did have uh two very very i was 16 strict, when it officially went through how, how? 16 when it officially was done but yeah 14 so, like you have to it's a long process if you don't know it's like yeah. six to but, nine but, to 12 to, months but to do that on your own and, and commit to it it was expensive it was also expensive who who helped you with that uh i mean i just paid for it i've worked since i was 14 uh, i've worked of, like six what jobs. Kind of jobs uh i was a barista mm-hmm. so i know how to make that kind of coffee which is pretty cool uh, just a nice little thing what's your first job and how old a, were you i was a barista i was 13 13 a barista yeah. were you allowed to no just so how'd you get money there? just paid me cash but how, was it like a mom and pop shop or mm, kind of uh like my mom worked in the building but like she didn't work there like it was um basically it was like a giant apartment building and there was like a shop and a little um coffee shop mm-hmm. called bluebird beat cafe so i worked there as a little barista how did you convince the person in <clears throat> charge i mean i don't know i, I I don't even know, honestly. Like, I, I would like to say, like, I'm good with my words and witty, and I am a pretty good hard worker. So, um, 
I guess I could have been persuasive, but who knows? Maybe they just really needed someone, and I happen to be somewhat okay at the job. Tall enough to reach the yeah the presser yeah. Um, all right. So so barista. What else? I was a barista, uh, and then I have helped in a car dealership, but that was just because like I had to repay some debts for my car. <clears throat> um, so I worked like in a car dealership, helping detail and like helping the mechanic and stuff like that. Um, let's see what else. Let's run down the list. I was obviously a food runner and bus boy at a restaurant. I worked there for three years. So um, now you're 17 or 16. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Well, that's more from like 17 to 20, but I'm just running like backwards now. Okay, okay. And then I pitched, I basically like pitched tents and like, um, like blow up houses and stuff for a company and like brought them home and all that stuff. Um, it was decent money. It was not bad. Um, what was the name of that company? Oh, I gotta remember. You, 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 you never. You know, you know where the Fox Valley Mall is? Yeah. Yeah, right next to the Fox Valley Mall is where their HQ is, and like it was annoying going from there because most of our clients were in like St. Charles, Elgin, like North area, like North okay. of there. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember what it was called. Reason, I only worked I, there for four months. Yeah. The reason I ask is because obviously during smooth comp smooth competition, we used to rent out the massive blow up houses mm -hmm. and obstacle courses. Yep. Yep. We um, had all those yeah, in the so warehouse. You know, it, I'm trying it, to remember because I've worked a few jobs and then I worked as an expo before, like, uh, an expedite in the kitchen. Uh, what does that mean? Basically, they're like the person between um, like the, the chefs handing you the food and then the people who bring out the food. So like I was in charge of like garnishing it, getting it ready to be brought to the table, all that good stuff. It was like a middle to higher end, but not super high end restaurant. Um, and then what else is next? Let's see. I'm trying to remember. That's five, but I work six jobs. Jesus, dude. I'm trying to remember which one I'm missing. Oh, my grandma owns a company. That's what it was. Okay. I used to do shows with her all the time. Shows? Yeah, she owns a jewelry company. Okay. So, like, I would go to, like, her wholesale stuff and help her buy everything, whatever, whatever she needs, run her numbers. And then, otherwise, when she would go sell at wholesale shows or whatever, I would just be there working the register. I'm not, like, a big fan of, like, talking to people, but I will. Um, if I don't really mind. Uh, but I do enjoy my numbers, so I just sat behind the register, ran the numbers for. Here you go. Here's what you made. Here's what you lost. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Inventory. And, and now, as you're doing this, right? As you're doing this, you're you're working. You're going to school. You've emancipated yourself by now. Uh, what at what point did you? What job did you have when you started going to college? Mm. Because from what I see here, it wasn't just. I stopped working when I go to college. I didn't did? have to work. Okay. Why? My full ride. You had a full ride. Mm -hmm. uh, my tuition paid for. My housing paid for. Explain, my books. explain that. Like, All right, what, so like, what allowed you to have this? Um, half my scholarship comes from being emancipated and being, um, you know, poor, <laughs> and uh, the other half comes from like academics. Uh, I had like a four point three when I graduated, a pretty high SAT score, pretty high SAT score, did very well on those. Um, so academically, I was, you know, considered high up there. Mm -hmm. But then my standards combined with that, just you know. It seemed like a no-brainer for them, yeah. so to speak, because, you know, colleges, unfortunately, really like that stuff. People yeah. with good stories and good academics, um, which is a little annoying because, in my opinion, education should be free, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, all right. So what high, what high school did you go to? Uh, I graduated from Oswego High School, and despite me moving, like, 17 times with my family, because my mom and dad moved a lot, a lot, like, every, like, six to nine months. Despite them moving that much, uh, I stayed in the same high school the whole time, even though like my address wasn't exactly in the dist or, or the district boundary, so to speak. 
um, you know, we made it work. I made it work. Um, I wasn't oh. a fan of changing schools. How did you make it work? Did you, because... Yes. Did you have your own car? Did you like how did how did you get even to get to school? I did have a car. I uh, I drove a nineteen I drove a nineteen ninety nine Saturn SL two SL two door. Yep. Paid a uh, eight hundred dollars for it. Yes, sir. And, and then, then then it broke. So then I got another one, but from two thousand for twelve hundred dollars. And then it also broke. And then and I haven't then, owned a car. And that's how you uh, <clears throat> when you got it fixed, you told them, "Hey, I'll work this off. Mm -hmm. What can I do?" Mm -hmm. Jesus, man. That's uh, yeah. that's that's uh, that's impressive. Like already, you're an impressive uh, person um, just because of the adversity that you. Just gotta live, man. Yeah. Just gotta push on. Jesus. No man. other option. Amen. All right. So so you got a full ride to where? University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I partied there several times. <laughs> it is uh, a it is a top party school. I've heard. Yeah, it's a six hour drive from where we were at. Uh, all right, so north. so yeah. So tell me what what was what was that like? Obviously, you know, because as you walk onto this these places, <clears throat> like you see the 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 people who are very privileged, yep. right? You see the the people that are there with cars, different wardrobes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. People mm -hmm. that are there to party, and you know, here you are, uh, having had a difficult upbringing and still made it there uh, on on your own fucking grit and 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 uh, and brain. Um, what was that like? Um, I mean, uh, it, I mean, it feels good, but like I said, like I don't really bask in anything for too long. There's no point. Like I just saw it as I got to keep it going. Um, the first semester, I definitely um, had fun, uh, so to speak. But it was also COVID. Um, during my freshman year in college was COVID, so there was no like anything. There were no in-person classes. Nobody was outside. Like it was really boring. It was extremely boring, actually. You know what? That's something that I never <laughs> asked Matt. Like, what do college? What did college kids do during COVID? There's it no, ruined there's school. Parties? It, well, it just ruined school for us. Okay. Because like it basically accustomed us to online, really easy, fake school for three years, and then they threw us back into like harder school, like harder than it was before. Hmm. Um, and I was not a big fan of that, and I don't think many students are. And the grades definitely reflected it. So I remember my psych, my psych class, we had an average on our tests of like 65 and our professor was cool with that. I yeah. was like, what do you mean you're cool with that? 65? I'm like, you think the students are the problem? There's 180 of us. You think 180 students are a problem versus one professor? Yeah. No. And you, you said this. Oh yeah. She doesn't care. They don't care. They're just collecting They're getting paid. They're getting paid. Yeah. We're not. We're paying for it. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, I, there's a lot of good professors. Of course, of course, of course. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. All right, so you 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 have this thing. As I see here, that you started you started pre-law, physics, and political science. Well, yeah, no, it was just it was actually pre-law and physics, like originally. So mm -hmm. like, you have you're able to like go into focuses at U of I. So like, I went to like the pre-law focus, so to speak, or the law and power. I think is what it's actually um, called on paper. Um, and I was a double major in physics. And then I realized that they wanted me to do calculus by hand. Um, and I refused to do math by hand. I, I think it's the Where's dumbest the thing ever. Yeah, yeah, well, we built calculators and computers to do the math. Um, so why would I do it by hand? Yeah. Um, so I, I got rid of that. And then now, since um, I joined Optic, I switched it from the pre-law focus, basically just to like a general political science, at least for like this semester, so I can just make it easier on myself. And then I'm, so you're currently still, yeah, like taking classes, yeah, 
and so, and then you have practice you have content and then you have practice and then i stream and then you stream six hours yep impressive man because mm -hmm. uh, a, a you know a lot of a lot of people before you who have joined optic have seen optic as the as the end place for them and 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 some have seen it they're no longer around but some have seen it as like they're here it's time to kick our feet up and enjoy the the ride and that's not what it is it's like it's work harder than ever because it's it's a it's a, it's a long I journey. see it a little more uniquely go on <clears throat> optic is normally the pinnacle for people right but if I'm starting at the pinnacle at my beginning that could be the the craziest highest floor of all time right but not the ceiling yeah I like that yeah like I can take the optic and do so much more with it Dude. with optic Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do. Okay. Like love that's that. what I see. I love like, that. This is the pinnacle, which I absolutely agree with all those people like thinking that way, but they got to take it like one step further. Like think about it. Like you're you're with the pinnacle. What else can you do with it? Don't just Elevator. like be along for the ride, like be part of it. Be actually a part of it. That's how I see it at least. I, I want to actually that. contribute. Like I'm trying to win. <laughs> I'm going to bring them a chip. I want I want my trophy in that hallway. <laughs> I want to be able to actually touch the trophy. Like, I can't touch those. Those aren't mine. Like, those aren't yours. Yeah, I want to be able to touch the trophy. Yeah, well, those aren't mine either, but I did have... Uh, they're kind of yours. Yeah, they're they're kind of yours. I was in the stands yeah. uh, or behind you, the... You deserve... You, you earned um, it. <laughs> dude, that's... Uh, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with... Uh, not, not that I needed to be happy with your answers. You know, your answers are your answers, but um, having heard your story and, and, and your upbringing and, and how committed you are to your self-improvement because of what like uh, every, like to still be going to school and doing all this shit and and, and content like that's that's a that's that that's some heavy heavy <laughs> tasks man something like that yeah that's a like, listen i don't want, i don't want to hype you up too much so that you can like you know, i'm a big fan of of not telling anybody good job because the second you tell maddie good job Stop, Actually, not Matt. Matt's, Matt's really good but you know like they uh, stop trying i get it yeah no but Matt, Matt, matt's good um okay so so now that you've changed it over to just political science, mm -hmm. what, is, what does that entail? What does your, your day in the life of Ghosty look like? I wake up pretty early. Uh, depends when, but like 8 to 9 a.m. It uh, doesn't matter when I go to bed. I'll still wake up then. Mm -hmm. Unless I get to sleep in. Like last weekend, I got to sleep in. It's really nice when I was home. Got to sleep in until like 10.30. Super dope. Um, <clears throat> I wake up, check all my emails, do some classwork. Uh, shower, eat breakfast, head over here, um, do whatever I need to do because now I have a computer. So like now I can actually do my schoolwork a little mm -hmm. easier. Um, and then I warm up or do content, depends on whatever. And then I'll do content, warm up, whichever order it is. Scrim and then eat a little bit in between scrims. And then after scrims, I'll eat again. Uh, I'll either do schoolwork, do like extra email stuff, handle my bills, like whatever it is that I have to do. And then I'll just stream until like 12 to two, somewhere in between there. Go home, eat again, go to bed by like two, three, four, and then wake up, do it again. Two, three, four, what? Like I am. So you're good with like only three hours of sleep? Mm, yeah, I can do it for like a month, and then I have to like have a regeneration day where I just do nothing. So my body will just go kaputs. I've, uh, I wish I had I, that superpower. It was college, man. College destroyed me. It was too hard. Challengers, the challenger schedule is harder than the pro schedule. Um... In, in in what term we play we play we play the amount of tournament best of fives that we play in the pro league in a month 
okay. for the entire year. Yeah. Put it in perspective. Okay. And then put it on top of, we play an extra set every single day, a full extra set of practice. Uh-huh. Every single day. In a, in a realm, and I'll call it a realm, in a realm in the Call of Duty metaverse that allows for anything and everything goes, no gentle misagreement, like nothing, it's just like anything goes. Yeah. So, you know, to add on, to add on top of the, and I will say um, that I don't think that Challengers is, is, uh, is supported appropriately for the, for the level of, uh, of investment that Call of Duty has made or that we have made into Call of Duty and Call of Duty has made into the league. Um, I think that there's a, the, the, there's a lot of things that need to be done from, from the Call of Duty side before we even consider it, like stepping in there and, and, and helping. But, mm -hmm. you know, as somebody who just got out of there, what are, what are some of the, the, the things that you would implement or, or, or ask for help on um, in, in, in that realm, as we just discussed? Um, hmm. Obviously, like more funding is, is like the big star that everyone talks about. But yep. I just think more funding for what? Like prize pools, events, okay. um, stuff like that. But honestly, I don't exactly think that that's particularly the most like the most important issue. I think the most important issue is actually like making sure, making sure that challengers is seen. We we didn't really get to see challengers coverage until Doug Sensor Martin started tweeting at the COD League to start tweeting it out. Like we we were getting like ten thousand to fifteen thousand people watching on a periscope just because they wanted to see Doug play. That's absurd that that many people have to watch from a phone when there are that many people that yeah. want to watch it. Yeah. It takes one computer yep. to just put on, put yep. them in a lobby and record it. You don't have to cast it. They just want to watch the they just want to watch the damn game. Yeah. Um shout out Doug, by the way. Shout out Doug. Yeah, seriously, shout out Doug. Um just more um I guess more eyes. What they've been doing this year, what you guys did, um, what they did at like the beginning of last year, they've been doing a really good job on getting more eyes on challengers, and I, I seriously applaud them for that because uh, I know how hard it is, at least at the top of businesses, to get stuff done really quickly. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of loopholes you got to go, go yep. through. It is, it is what it is at the end of the day. They don't make it easy. No, not at all. Um, um, but and I, I'm very happy. As your guys' major was really it was done really well, and that's like not even me being biased. It seriously was done really well. I'm sorry, whose major? Uh, well, like yours, ours. Who's? Oh, ours. Thank you. Our major. That's right. Sorry. <clears throat> so you, you're an optic. You have to say ours. It's yours too. Right. I, um, I, I do agree. It was, it was one of the one of the better ones that, that we were made. I think Optic Fest has the the ability to to be just as as good as the major. Um, we have to figure out uh, a couple of entertainment value ads that we have to perform during this this. Uh, this fest, uh, but but aside from that, I think that the the amount of uh, things that people are going to be able to do uh, is going to be fun enough for people to want to come out uh, and experience it. So, tell me tell me your challengers uh, rise to to a championship. Um. Well, uh, I came back in the middle of MW. So, uh, if you don't know, challengers runs on a pro point system. Uh, and that starts at the beginning of the year. So for anyone coming back during the middle of the year, unless you are quite literally a god or have um, a bunch of friendships, of which I was not either at the time, um, <laughs> you're chalked. So MW was chalked. Cold War was pretty good, um, I, I guess. Uh, I was very good at the game. Uh, I was stuck in the challenger cycle, so to speak. Um, and then I got banned for blues. Uh, and if you don't know what blues are, uh, we had before, um, I think it was... Oh yeah, it was just this year that we got rid of them. So we there were daily pro points that you had to do, 
um, that would get you 15 points a day, and you can get up to 100 a week. Um, and this was the dumbest concept ever. You would literally just play a one-and-done HP against literal, like, people. On what? Like, on just, like, the game. Like, a one-and-done HP. Like, your team versus whatever to get your pro points. Yeah, but on, on like, Oh, game battles. Game oh, battles. game battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. And uh, you'd literally be playing people that are horrible. Um, so, like, people would do something called, like, blues. Um, and that was where, like, uh, you would make a team or whatever, whoever, and you would give the other team the win, and then they would give you the win. Like, someday you would, like, switch, basically. And everyone, like, schedule with each other. So, seven days a week, you'd get a win. Seven days a week, you'd lose. Uh, and then, I, you know, there were the people that would report. <laughs> and if you just have even, like, a smudge of proof, like, one Twitter DM, GB bans you for three months. So then Cold War was chalked. So then I couldn't really play Cold War. So then I had to go into Vanguard and just take over. Where does the blues terminology come from ask aches he came up with it okay i have no idea okay i just came back and there was a bunch of new terms a bunch yeah. of new players yeah, terminology i don't players. know what was going on a uh -huh. bunch of new teams yeah there were two there were two optic teams i was confused not actually there was a chicago huntsman obviously uh, opt yeah. ogla oh, but yeah, like yeah. one um, to me coming back like not watching cod for two years i was like what the what's going yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that a weird time for us also yeah um but back to that then vanguard comes around um, I'm playing with Cade, Destiny, and M. Ruiz, if you remember those and names, course, back from yeah, yeah. the D6. old E6 days, yep. Uh, so I was playing with them, I was doing really well, and then I got an offer to play with Zinx, Proto, and Brack. And we, we played the Elite Season 1 Qualifier, and I was frying. I dropped 60 on the old BBG team to qualify on Bokage HP. 50 AD limbs, I remember it. Yeah. The, it was Casey... Oh, oh, I remember this. It was Casey, Goderex, Pentagram, and then Casey Pander, mm -hmm. and uh, Vickle. Right when Vickle came over. Wow. Avi, yeah. Uh, we qualified for that, got third in the Elite. Then they dropped me. Why? <laughs> for Pentagram. Because they were like, oh, he's so much better. I was like, oh, bet. The fuck is going on out there, Matt? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, um, so they dropped you for Pentagram? Yeah, and then they got dead last in the Elite. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, and then what I. What's the reason they gave you? They just said, like, we think this guy's better? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't. I, I will. I will say this. That doesn't work out for teams. No, if you no, noticed, it doesn't. Who dropped but, but, me? <laughs> and, and although I'm a firm believer in in chemistry and 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 how good chemistry can can get you places. I mean, and I know what bad chemistry can yeah, do. Yeah, but it didn't make sense statistically though. Okay. I had the most hill time of any sub in the elite over or of any player by 400 seconds, and that's absurd. Like that much time difference. Um, I had I think the third highest SMG KD. I had like the second most SMG kills, and I was running a main sub, mind you. And I have never ran a sub in my entire life, ever. Easy, right? Yeah, I mean it's a god <laughs> gun. It's it's literally the best gun. Subs are blessed. Yeah, so uh, unless Scump until is playing, they added bloom. Until then, they added bloom. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then I teamed with Casey. I basically replaced Pentagram. Uh, Vico left, and then I left him or them for Doug. <clears throat> we went to Minnesota. We got top forty-eight. Is that? Can you even say that? You should, you should just say we just got forty eight. Don't say top. I want to say top. Top top should be reserved to sixteen, twelve, and we got body slammed. Okay. It was myself, Doug, Shawnee, and Solidus Wand. Solidus left for the military. I left that team. I went and teamed with Clayster for two weeks. Oh, okay. And then Clay dropped me for Spart. Watch the storylines come together. I go back to teaming with Doug. Five days later, I'm on a plane to Doug's house. I move in with Doug. We're doing good online, whatever. Clayster and his team are doing 
phenomenal online. We spawn into the Toronto Major. Clayster versus Douglas Sensor Martin. Oh Winters goodness. round three in a best of three. And they get sent home by me and Money Vo dropping double 50s in the Berlin control. Holy fuck. Sent home. Well, not home, but to losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We go to the Boston event again. Who do we find in losers to make Sunday? Clayster. We sent him home, too. <laughs> um, and then from there, uh, <laughs> we played the Challenger Champs Elite, like, final qualifiers. Uh, we get double first round in. Uh, I'm very upset. Uh, I get Swanton bombed from the roster. Uh, I get released from Boston Breach Academy. I team up with Gunless. For what, what reason? Yo, I went rogue after we lost. I was really annoyed. You know when you tell someone, yo, we should be doing this, and then every day in practice and in tournaments. You do the opposite. No, no, no. They're always doing it. Uh -huh. But in the biggest tournament of the year, they completely forget it. I was really annoyed. These but lights do something to people. That's why. Yeah. That's where I learned like, that I have to have a better tone for sure. But also, you either have it or you don't whenever the lights really come down. You either break or you like, push through. There's no other option because that is what it is. Um, regardless of that fact, coming in this year, teaming with Gunless, Pristini, Pentagram, super team on paper. Oh, yeah. We get slammed. Bye. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> We're top, we get top 12 at the first event. Um, we come back for practice for a week. It's glooming that they're going to drop me. It is what it is. I get released an hour and a half before the elite qualifier in January. And then I form the, the well, Tyler texts me, right? He's one of the first people to text me. He says, yo, like, you know what to do. Like, it's a no brainer. Tons of teams are texting me. Tons of like top seeded teams. Tyler has no pro points, by, by the way. He didn't go to the first event. He hasn't been in any elite fellow, or anything. By the way. Yeah, fellow, sorry. Um, and he texts me, and I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to play with Tyler. And then Julian Turiel hit us up, and that was it. The rest was history. I got dropped an hour and a half before the elite qualifier um, roster lock for the first one. And then uh, I got second in it, won the cup, and won, won the event after getting dropped. After getting dropped, you went on to win the event. Yep. What happened after that? Um, that tell me day by day. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, Monday comes around, you know, right after the event. I'm happy we won. I uh, go to Yuli's room because we're going back to the same place. We're on the same flight. Um, we're chilling, whatever. I'm talking with a couple other CDL teams. I get off my flight, still talking to a couple CDL teams, and then I get the text. At Dashy Season on Twitter. Wants to send you a direct message. Direct message. <clears throat> Yo. <laughs> Can you give me a call? It'll only be like five, ten minutes. Oh, okay, bet. Yo, like we want to bring. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want, I want. I, oh, you want I, a good punchline? Well, no, no. I do, I do want it, <laughs> but I want, I, I want to take a quick commercial break, say hello to the to the sponsors, and then uh, oh. we'll continue on with that story because I do want, I, I, I don't want any interruptions for them. I want, I want to hear the story, but but first, I want to say hello to the sponsors because I don't want anybody to interrupt uh, what it is that you're saying and how this. Uh, this story went about and i do want to take a moment to say uh hello to our sponsors uh this this time around we have shopify where would we be without shopify i can't even begin to tell you the ease of use and the ability for them to fulfill every single one of our needs is crazy uh i i i, I gotta tell you that with the amount of of uh, support that we received from from people watching this podcast and everybody that supports uh, optic obviously uh to buy merch to buy whatever crazy things that we're doing the walls or 
anything, Shopify is our partner when it comes to that. And uh, I do I do appreciate them because you should know that Shopify is the recommended uh, by Hector specifically commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling uh, dog leashes, which my wife uh, does for dogs, uh, you can you can check. The link in the description down below, liveandjew.com. Get something for your pup. Get something for your cat. If you Can you walk cats? If you have a Komodo dragon, put, put a hardness on them, and my wife's uh, leashes can, can, can handle that for you. There's optic theme ones and there's other ones. But anyway, whether you're selling leashes, dog products, mini walls that, that I do, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so that you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person point of sale system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I would point to the Hex Quarter store right below this video because it also applies to uh, to YouTube, but at the moment that we, you know, we can't do that. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. Um, what's incredible to me about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, they are with you every step of the way. Uh, they're there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business. Take your business to the next level, whether you're a small business I mentioned with my wife and her and her dog uh, accessories company, uh, or my Pine Park business, if you're into that sort of stuff. We all use Shopify uh, to get you the merch uh, that you so, um, so good and great looking. Uh, where when you do now it's your turn to get serious about selling and try shopify today uh this is a possibility that you can take advantage of by using shopify and right now you can sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash eavesdrop that's e-a-v-e-s-d-r-o-p uh all lowercase uh go to shopify.com slash eavesdrop uh, to take your business to the next level today uh shopify.com slash eavesdrop again i'll leave you a link in the description go ahead and click it take your business to the next level. Every minute, new sellers around the world are revolutionizing their businesses and making their first sales with Shopify. So if they're doing it, if we're doing it, why wouldn't you take the same journey that we have with a great partner like Shopify? Uh, so again, thank you to Shopify for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, thank you for Shopify for existing. It makes our life easier. Uh, so thank you to them. Link in the description down below. Back to my man, Ghosty. And we're back. You, you were telling us the, the, the next 24 to 48 hours, uh, you receive a message. Go on. Yep, from at Dashy Season on Twitter. He sends me a direct message. He's like, yo, can you give me a call? Excuse me. Can you give me a call? Um, Did you know then, like immediately? You're like, no. Nah, why else? I, I thought it was going to be a subspot because I knew with Seth retiring and like Ender still having his thumb injury that maybe Optic would want a sub that it could actually fill Ender's role properly mm -hmm. and not be Seth who's retired and like yeah. only ran flex for a month. Like it's, it is what it is. I, so I was initially thinking that I was just going to be a sub. Um, blah, blah, blah. Five minutes in, I'm like, you know, I ask him, I'm like, yeah, so like, you know, this is like for a sub spot, right? He's like, oh, hell no, nah, you're starting. I'm like, huh? <laughs> My like heart sank. I was like starting Optic, rookie, like first season Optic really and i was like this is crazy like i don't even know what else to say he was like don't tell anyone like i literally couldn't tell anyone like i couldn't even tell my roommates like wow i was so like you know happy i was like listen just know we're all good 
everything's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just geeking. Who and, were your roommates at the time? Um, my roommates are called uh, David, Tony, and Jonathan. Okay. Um, they're just like my college roommates. Oh, okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. They're pretty cool. Okay. Very nice. There are three acting majors though, so oh, cool. they sing and act in my house a lot when I play. So it is a little loud at times. So if you hear some um, something going on in the background, that was it's, them. It's them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So continue. Um, and then the next day, you texted me, and then I knew it was for real. <laughs> I called you from this office right here. I was, yeah. uh, I was pacing back and forth and I was like alright let me make this fucking call ghosty kid let's see what's, what's, what's all about and, and uh, what did I tell you on the phone not to tell anyone <laughs> the first thing that I said cause I wanted I, 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 I didn't never... leak it I promise yeah yeah no I, I know but, but everybody knew somehow it was Haggy. I promise it was Chris alright don't throw him under the bus I, it had to be It had. he's always streaming he's the one that knew first how do you know though cause Brandon uh Brandon asked him. Uh, Brandon was asking for like Chris's honest opinion. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good one, Tashi. Either way. Um, <laughs> all right. So I, I I get on the phone with you and I think I'm like, yo, hey, this is the call that uh, that I'm pretty sure you know what this is about. Um, you know, it's, it's very serious. I just want to let you know that you know we we're we're going forward with the with the offer. Uh, please don't tell anybody. It is it is for your benefit for this not to leak because this mm-hmm. announcement. Is going to set a is going to set a series of events in motion that you want to happen. So mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted it to be like done the, the the appropriate way, and and not that we even had time to do a special announcement or uh, a special recording or, or or that sort of thing. Um, but I knew that the that the move that we were about to make was going to be a historic one for Optic at least, where we were calling up somebody from you know, the, the challengers stage to not be on the bench or not to be on our challengers team, uh, which also could have been like a, a conversation starter. So, hey, mm-hmm. look, we, we, we're we going to finally step into challengers. Uh, Optic Nation is going to be the, the name. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, are you interested, right? But no, it wasn't. I thought you were going to do something like that everyone thought you guys were going to do with Jordan in Vanguard. Mm-hmm. was like, you know, have Jordan as your sub or have me as your sub and yeah. then have like three other people that you like fund to events and mm-hmm. whatever. Not like directly represent up, yeah. But you know, just help out, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, here I am starting. I got to play in my first major, which was so damn dope, by the way. Yo, you're you're skipping, you're skipping. Oh, All right, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So how does how does how, how did it go? Because usually, like by the by the time that 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 I make the phone call, Paige is the one that handles like absolutely everything uh, going forward from there. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was texting me. Uh, she told me not to follow her because everyone on Optic would know. Um, yes, but well, I still the, followed her. The, yeah, good one. Sorry about that. All good. <laughs> um, but I was just talking with her. She was helping get my flight organized, make sure I had like you know, suitcase, tell me what to pack, you know, all the good stuff. She was very helpful. Shout yep. out Paige. Paige is a damn goat. She's a yes, she is. Shout out Paige. MVP. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it was just like it was a very quick process for me. Um, I was just, for me on my end, I was calling my school a lot. Um, I had to talk to my financial office, my actual advisor, my honors advisor, uh, just to make sure everything was handled. How did those conversations go? Um, they were pretty dope. Um, at, at first, a couple of them didn't really understand, uh, the magnitude. That, that was going to be like one of my, one of my things, because as, as a teacher who has vested interest in your success mm-hmm. because of, of, you know, the, how, how special you are, uh, the upbringing they had. Uh, your ability to 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 
to remain focused on your education while living the way that you were living, going through the uh, very adult, mm -hmm. mature things that you had to make decisions on. So, you know, obviously the people want to see you succeed. The people that are helping you want to see you succeed. And uh, protecting you from yourself is like a, a, a thing that anybody in any managerial position or in any uh, position of, of, uh, of help has to worry about, right? Protecting you from yourself is like the number one thing because, you know, only you can self-sabotage in a way that even someone who sabotages you can't do the same amount of damage as, as you would to yourself. So well how do those conversations go? Because obviously their decisions always came from a good place and, and, and had the best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. So when you say, like, hey, I know that I'm great at, at school. I, I know that you see something special in my brain and in, in the way that I think. So thank you. Uh, but this is something that, that needs to happen. How did, how did that? Um, at first, they didn't really understand the magnitude. So they saw it as like a big gamble. But I don't see it that way in any capacity. Um, but honestly, a lot of my teachers and advisors were really supportive. Um, they watched my streams to begin with well before this, like even when I was streaming, you know, with just like a couple of hundred viewers on average normally. Um, whereas, you know, now it's sometimes a couple thousand, which is so damn crazy to me, by the way. Like, I don't, it's just the amount of people that are just sitting there just watching you play. I'm not doing anything crazy except just doing what I actually love doing. Yeah. And that's what's really the most like baffling and like, yeah awesome part about it um but to, to most of my professors and uh, advisors they were really cool about it uh, they were really supportive uh, and they were really happy um i know uh, i know rob was because you know he he like knows a little bit more so like mm -hmm. he knows like how big of a deal optic is um but my my whole like philosophy and like how i've always voiced it when it came to this decision is when it comes to like becoming a pro cod player um there may be more than just one opportunity, right? But to play for Optic and to start for Optic, that's the one in a billion, trillion, quadrillion, quintillion, whatever you want to call it. Stars need to line up in order for, mm -hmm. I mean... School will always be there, is my closing statement. Yeah. School will always be there. This will not be. And I would much rather do this for however many years and then go to school when I'm 30, 40, 50, whenever, than you know what at that age be a lawyer and be looking back and be like damn really wish i you know took that offer instead because i'm bored yeah <laughs> i'm really bored law school man well look I, I, the, the no lawyer, more law school for my, me now my my lawyer definitely has uh has fun he loves doing like that's his thing mm -hmm. uh so so every time i talk to him it's like i'm talking to somebody who enjoys i mean there's a lot of work to hey how fun could it be though I get to stare at a screen, twiddle my thumbs, have fun. How fun could reading papers and defending people or managing contracts or whatever be compared to that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have the mental capacity to be able to memorize one page, let alone an entire book of law, you know? Yeah. I just don't like the wording they use, too, in law. Uh, they use a lot of, like, um, old English and, like, Latin for no reason. It is 2023. Well, the reason that they do it is so that the people who understand, I mean, if, if you I think, think it's about because the, to bridge the common people from the, but it isn't though, it's to separate. Yeah. The, yeah. To, yeah. to like to, oh yeah. Like to bridge, to, bridge was not the correct word. No. To separate is way to better. To separate is the right To wall word. off. Yeah. Because the, the common people won't understand what the educated people. So and to then speak not only that, but you're not being educated in the verbiage that's used in law, mm -hmm. tax law, uh, or any sort of governing yep. uh 
law and materials, they're all listed in something different. Yep. And the reason for that is very much what you said, is to, is to separate the common folk, me included, uh, from... Me from as uh, well. Well, yeah. I think you're one of them right now, dude. You're, you're, a, you're a fucking political science. Actually, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But... Um, no, no, you're kidding. Well, that's that's why they do it, right? Yeah. So that's uh, that's they that's, do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, There's it's, purpose. it's very well thought out. It's like they don't they don't teach you the things that they should be teaching you in school. Uh, instead, yeah. they teach you how to be a very good employee, which is fine. I'm not talking shit about it, but you know my needed to function. Yeah, yeah, but man, you know my my wife and I were very very let down by the educational system. Um, you know, Jude, Jude, my wife has always been a very, very hard worker. She's, she's always been, uh, you know, she was a, she was a, a career woman when, when, uh, when we started dating, like she had her career set out and, 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 and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah, she's, she's always been like a really good hustler. She's been working since she was 14. Um, Respect. but we both, we both feel that our daughter can't be educated by the it's traditional education capability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I respect that a lot. I um I did a research project in high school uh, comparing our education system mostly to like the Scandinavian countries, mm-hmm. uh, the Nordic region. So, you know, got like Finland, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, all that. Um, and like there's a reason why like their education system is built to actually make people proper like um, workers at their respective job, not just like workers in general. And their education system is way more thought out. Their teachers require way more education. Yeah. They pay way more. Yeah. It's just way more like it's just way more invested into. You know what I mean? Um, we make a lot of money in the U.S., and um, I feel like a lot more of it should probably go to our education system, considering it, you know, will propel us to make more money in the future. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's but how a, will we defend ourselves from the rest of the world who isn't defend, necessarily always we've af- con- after us? We've conditioned the whole world. They all think we're the most dangerous country ever. Nobody wants to go to war with us for that sole reason. We have no actual allies that like will really help us. Like. We'll, we'll help people, but they won't help us. That's right. There's a reason nobody will fight us. That's right. So what's the point? Well, the, the point is, is, you know, to keep the status quo, the status quo. Uh, and we can get into this, and I yeah, think which, that I would be outmatched uh, by no, you. This is, uh, no, no. But, but, but I There's do, no outmatching. Yeah. Uh, but, no I, outmatching. but again, you know, it's, it's, it was sarcastic when I was saying that. Um, yeah. But, you know, in, in, on, the, on, the same, on the same side, it is, it is something that, you know, coming coming from Mexico and living in Mexico, and, and you're, under, you're, an, you're an immigrant. Uh, I was an I, I am an American born immigrant. I was born right. in El Paso, Texas, because gotcha. my mom used to be a caretaker, and mm-hmm. she, you know, February 9th came in a time in which she was working uh, uh, across the border. And back in the 80s, I was born in 1980. So back back then, the immigration uh, laws and and systems and and problem wasn't what it is today. Uh, so it was very easy for her to, you know, to go, go back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think, I think I, I am very lucky in the fact that I am an immigrant, but I am also very blessed to be born in, in the United States. Um, I don't even know how, how we got uh, on, on this topic. Like, how, how do we get there? Like, I don't even, you well, got us? well, education, you got, right? Education. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about education. Why we were why we're not spending money on, yeah, yeah, on yeah, education yeah. and instead yeah. we're spending on, 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 on that. But, on weapons. Uh, I'm a, no, I'm, I'm a great, I, anyway. I am personally a big, big, uh, big supporter of uh of of the men and women that serve because oh absolutely i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna tell you why because we don't really know the 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 severity of it because we live very very comfortably and although there are a lot of systemic issues that we need to 
uh, correct. But right now, there's there's so much more that we need to be concentrating on that it makes it difficult for anybody uh, yeah. with the right mind to to want to be any. I don't know. I don't want no, to. No stuff is stuff is very hard, and ev- like you can't you can't denounce someone's own um, past experiences, you know, in the U.S. and obviously all that. But whenever it comes to like you know issues in the U.S., it's a lot better than being in a third world country. Whenever it comes to having those same issues, they just be magnified way more. Yeah. Um. So I'm always grateful. That that's why I was always very grateful. Yeah. You know, because like sure, you know, you're hungry or whatever. Like you're you don't got money for this. But you could also have that same issue, but also be in a different country that also has no water and no place to sleep and all that stuff. So there's always something to be. I mean, look at what's for. happening right now. Like I was, I was watching <clears throat> videos from Philadelphia and and how bad. I mean, it, it just the everything that's going on right now is like the, you saw the the shooting yesterday too. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Like it. On, it, it hurts my soul. It hurts my soul. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. Then mm-hmm. there's obviously like immediately the media. And we're part of the media, so I'm not. I mean, we're discussing it right now, right? Yep. Uh, it, you know, the conspiracies, like you know, she was I just wearing want transparency. She just she was wearing Pumas, and when she was taken away, she was wearing Vans, like flame Vans, and that's what they're showing. And you never truly know the full extent of it because they censor a lot of it. If you look at the discussion that's happening with TikTok right now, do I believe that TikTok is a good app? No. Uh, do I believe that they infringe on, on a lot of our, you know, our, our privacy? Of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look, if you search for France, if you, if you search the hashtag France on your Instagram, you're not going to get the reality of things that's happening right now, right? The uprising yeah. that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Where if you search the same thing on TikTok, you're going to see all of the riots. You're going to see all of, uh, uh, all of the the craziness that's happening out there. All the there. stuff that's up to date. Yeah, right? No, it's not even up to date. I just think that, you know, people censor a lot of the information that, that, that we receive. Uh, Everything and, gets censored, though. Yeah. Even like, I mean, we have different news sources, which is a very crazy concept to me. Because shouldn't news just be facts and logic and all that but we have different news sources covering the same story yeah um which is probably a problem in itself whatever i digress we all do ain't nothing i can do i'm just here music playing yeah they're trying to get ready for podcast. Some, some some event well that's the the women's final fours oh here. yeah yeah which is super dope i yeah. didn't know it was right here yeah yeah, yeah. the final four is happening i i i um i'm not planning on going uh, unless some uh, a large group of people go um Anyway, long story short, I, <laughs> we got I, super uh, off topic. So yeah, yeah, super off topic. All right, so tell me, you <clears> find <throat> you you uh, you have your first event. I mean, you played a couple of <clears throat> we, we played a couple of. Uh, I've uh, been to three, four, five majors total in that like as a challenger, five land events uh, that are majors. I went to a bunch of locals though. Mm-hmm. I won a bunch of those, um, and then one major, so six major events. So to how's speak. Uh, how's the major? I I, I do want to take this moment. To apologize to, I don't know if it was Toronto and Paris or Vegas. I don't know who it was, but I am extremely sorry about the fact that there was two teams. Vegas, Minnesota, I think. Was it that they were sharing a, or is it, a room it's, with or a is Florida, fucking, Minnesota. It was one of the two bottom teams. I was, I was extremely, extremely pissed off about that because up until this past, you know, event, our event had the the best facility training facilities for uh all the orcs every orc had their own room mm-hmm. uh in which they you know they did and i don't know what the fuck happened 
but one two teams were sharing uh, a room and i walked in there well Paige told me she's like did you know that Bob? and i was just like fucking no way and i couldn't fucking believe it um and it makes me happy though that that pisses you off yeah dude like, I, that's, i'm gonna tell you why awesome. because i've been very judgy with when when teams when other hosts have that for us what do you think about the boston i didn't get a chance to go to boston because of the snowstorm Work. i would have loved to have gone to boston Look, i haven't been to boston in their events were really cool. seven eight <clears throat> nine years or something yeah. like that their um, event was dope is it yeah. even though it was pretty it was really cold um but what are they going to do they can't control the weather yeah. so um but well, it, was, it was done really well supposed to be dude i had my outfits picked out man i was fucking oh you were coming to flee oh wait uh, oh yeah nobody could get out of dallas i forgot because no. chicago thankfully normally is fine with that kind of stuff because uh, we have like stuff to prepare yeah. to de-ice yeah. the the stuff y'all don't no like y'all don't have the equipment on hand no, ready to de-ice. They, throw, they throw sand yeah. on the floor <laughs> instead of salt well yeah. actually that's technically sand works better if you didn't know i didn't know but the Do problem explain. yeah okay so sand technically works Mr. better because the fine it's because like the fine grains and the stuff that's in sand. So sand is basically like a bunch of minerals. It's yep. not actually just like sand. It's made yep. up of a bunch of other things. Regardless, um, it Very breaks familiar. down. There, there are more grains of sand than there are stars in the universe. Really? They say it might be true. There's a lot of sand, but anyway, um, the problem with sand. Most European countries uh, do this, but they face but, the same problem. It you can't like salt goes away. It dissolves. Yeah. Sand does not. They have to suck the sand back up or sweep it. Yeah. That's the problem with sand. Okay. Um, and it also works um, a little slower. Yeah, but, you know, the potholes that happen in, in Chicago. From the salt? From Not from the salt necessarily, but from the salt trucks and the, and the plows that hit one little bump in the road that lifts up an entire, like, slab of uh, of that. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we didn't we didn't get a chance to, to make it. Um what yeah. was it? What was it like? Uh, obviously, as a rookie, playing your first major event on main stage, in front of the home crowd. Not mm -hmm. that the home crowd isn't everywhere we go, because the green wall is massive, and we appreciate you for half it. the crowd is always green wall. No matter where you go, shout out the green wall. Yeah. Are the goats? Not, not half, more more than half. But anyway, sorry. Oh, I said at least. I was trying to be uh, as generous yeah, as possible. Yeah, be be proud of the like LA and champs the in in their home territory. We still have the home field advantage that's i mean that's what nick maniac was like imagine i know we're not gonna repeat it uh <laughs> but anyway so so how was it right like obviously like was it were the you, you you seem and after what you've said you, you're like a very very even kill dude where you're just like you know what i'm just gonna let time happen and what i do in those minutes as this thing is happening is all that matters mm -hmm. um so you, you you weren't necessarily too nervous or first match I was pretty nervous. Yeah, it was the first time playing for the Green Wall. Yeah, you feel it in your soul. Yeah, like you can feel the energy from them. You when, know when you when you came out, how did that feel? Uh, it was crazy. Um, definitely had the butterfly effect in my stomach. Um, I felt really good, you know. Um, and you could tell in our comms how like uh, how we were feeling. We were definitely feeling frantic, nervous, excited, mm -hmm. all the good stuff and bad stuff however you want to take it um i think it's good um thank god we started in winners so we can get that that one giddy match out of the way at least for my sake mm -hmm. uh, and then you know we uh we put on a show since then um but the feeling um i don't think that that feeling that i felt will go away i think the first time i step out on the, for the crowd for for the green wall anytime at any major at least for the first match is always going to give me that feeling yeah um but at least now, 
Uh, now that I'm Scump through, says it all the time. It never gets it never gets no, old. I don't like, think it's it always ever a will. new feeling. Mm-hmm. But at least now I feel more comfortable in that feeling. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, you know, we got the the qualifiers this weekend, but I think um, I will be more well prepared emotionally. Yeah. To deal with the moment, so I'm very excited for it. Um, because I've been having fun in the stream. Yeah. Like I've been having fun with the with the team streams. Like I love the streams. It's fun. Um, I wish we played a little more. What you need but. to do next time that you're walking out to the crowd and they're cheering for you, you need to make yourself big. You know what I mean? Like raise your arms so that you can feel big and allow for the crowd to raise their hands too so they can feel big also there with you and just enjoy the moment. The level of confidence that you will get by just making yourself, you know, when, when, when there's a bear in the wild, what are you supposed to do? Oh yeah, you're supposed to get big. You're supposed to get big. <laughs> I can't do right, it. it's the same. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the, the magnitude of the green wall has the same spirit of just a a an on an an unbeatable force, right? So the second they that you signal to them I'm big and they send the bigness back to you, then you really feel that. Then then that yeah. then that connection is that much more electrifying, and you'd have a connection with them that, you know, people like me will never you know, truly get to experience because I'm never going to be able to, you know, win a 1v3 S&D match. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Uh, uh. I think, I think uh, you know, it's it's what I fought for because I knew that that thing existed. You know what I mean? And and for me to not have that as part of my life is not something that I could ever, ever live without ever again. It's typical having that vision. Typical. Yeah. For real. Yeah, luckily I uh, I discovered this passion late into my into my years. I was 29 when I truly stepped into this thing. So, Word. you know, I I had already lived a, a a good corporate life and I understood what the what What'd the reality. What did you reality, do before? Uh I mean, I started working when I was 8, but before mm-hmm. that before went to mama. Huh? Con tu mama. Go to mama. Con tu mama. Con tu mama. Yeah. Con, con tu mamá, no, mm-hmm. no, nah, my mom. My accent's uh, bad, sorry. No, 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 it's good. Con tu mamá, it's good. It just, uh, it, I didn't expect Spanish coming uh, from you. Yo puedo like, hablar español. Sí? sí. Fluentemente? Uh, más o menos. Más o menos. Uh, yo puedo escuchar más, más de yo puedo hablar. Entiendes más que puedes. Yeah, este, yo, yeah, um, yo puedo um, entender más uh, de escuchar. Yeah. Uh, Hey. Y eso, y eso yeah. pasó porque trabajaste en el restaurante. Sí, sí. En el restaurante y todos, por, todos, por tres todos, años. Mis, todos mis, mis compadres sí. uh, viven ahí. Solamente hablan español. Solamente hablan español. Yeah. Uh, Hodge, my teammate for over 10 years, also learned how to speak Spanish because of, uh, really? uh, because of you know, him working at, at uh, Olive Garden and, and, yep. and stuff like that. So yeah. it was, It's a good skill to have. Uh, Absolutely. I like, I like being able to listen though. Like it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Just in any language. Like yeah. I would love to learn more just cause like, I like, I like hearing people, man. Yeah. I like being able to connect with other people yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, languages help to bridge that. Dude, but, that's very, yeah. very, very impressive. Um, where were we? Oh, making yourself big, doing the connection. Big. Uh, ah, yeah, that's sorry, right. Okay, just, okay. yeah, no, do it. <laughs> but, but, but do it. I'm, I'm next time you get on stage, not, not at the, not, not in Ohio. Cool, yeah. Save it for Toronto. Oh yeah, Save it for Toronto. Winners finals, Toronto. Yeah, cross. Obviously, okay. the vision. Take the fucking power. Fuck it, winners round one. Give me him round one. Yeah, sorry, that was no. That's right, good. Sorry. Yeah, some that, crazy energy right there. My bad. That's good. No, keep it, maintain it. Um, you'd be surprised what good confidence, self confidence can help you accomplish uh, in in life. And 
and where where I was gonna go with with um with what we were talking about earlier in 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 the ability for someone to find what they love to do. You know, speaking of of the education system or the world that we live in today, uh, now more than ever, you everybody that's listening to this and everybody that exists in this world has has the possibility of being able to be rewarded for something that they love to do instead of getting paid or overpaid for something that they don't want to do. Um, and that is that is what the education system should teach. Like what interests you the most? Because from mm -hmm. the age that I was 13, if somebody told me that I could make a living just drawing mm -hmm. or working in the arts, and that would have been my focus. I would have gladly for for forgoed the luxuries that that we that I currently enjoy to be able to do the things that I and luckily I do the things that I love. But you know, during my mortgage days, because be, before this I was uh, an account analyst um, at a private client group uh one of the big aigs uh, aig is the name okay. of the company um not familiar but yeah and i was an account analyst mm. i just essentially you know managed a lot of uh accounts for wealthy wealth super wealthy people Word. um and then before that i was in the mortgage industry okay. uh, and then before that i was uh, i was in the banking industry uh you know because i didn't go to college i went Wait. to a semester uh, harper born? i was born in el paso texas when 1980 graduated high school in so you switched when the recession happened several times mm -hmm. yeah yeah we survived that shit man come mm -hmm. on easy Ugh. well oh, luckily yeah. because my wife is very fucking clever and smart so um <laughs> you give but, her a lot of credit she sounds like a beast uh, it's not i don't give her anything she, she, earned she took it, it. Yeah, she yeah. earned it touche yeah touche um and you know it's a, it's it's I have a daughter also so you know oh, I have I have to I be mind, I have a daughter uh but but I have to she's 13 so I have to be mindful of the fact that it's impressionable Yeah the, I mean and my the, my little brother's just entering that age yeah. so yeah So <laughs> you know like like she she needs to understand that you know dad wouldn't be where he's at if it wasn't for the support that the mom uh, and the smarts that the mom provides so you know having good role models for my daughter is mega important for me um oh, so yeah. so yeah um Anyway, but if 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 the education system was more about finding what your DNA tells you that your life's purpose is, mm -hmm. and it's something that's embedded in you mm -hmm. from the beginning, you know, if you're an artist, you draw. If you're a poet, you rhyme yeah. or something. No, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I so, couldn't agree more. Yeah. I have the same outlook. Everyone, I, I've always thought that there's always something that someone is better than you at, mm -hmm. and there's always someone that is a master at something, even if it's just sweeping or yeah. vacuuming or being the best person that's able to clean a window. There is something in the world that you as an individual are the best at or one of the best at. And we should all be doing that. Organizing. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we, we don't know where we came from. We don't know how we got to where we're at. There are facts <clears throat> though that point towards the fact that some people are artists, some people are great at singing, some people are great at building, some people are great at mathematics, some people are great at engineering, and you can you can you can literally build a society off of these people. Uh, but the second that capitalism, which I love and enjoy, um, I I you know you, you sort of start to force people into jobs that they didn't necessarily want. Nowadays, with Instagram and the lives that people live that you mm -hmm. see on a daily basis, you're sort of um, 
trained and 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 manipulated into thinking that that's the type of lifestyle that you want when in reality all you want to be all you want to do is be able to pay pay your bills so that you can survive doing the things that you love to do yep. um and that's what the education system should be we the, the society as a, as, as a whole would be that much better off if you weren't forced to compete for a goal that was never part of your dna yep well said thank you agreed thank you i think i could have said it better well, i'm pretty sure you could you're Listen, I, I love that I had a podcast and I didn't have to fucking read any of this. Uh, I guess the last question that I ask is one that's in there. Where did ghosty come from? Yeah, After ghost? Oh yeah, we really did discuss all this anyways without even yeah. reading it. Yeah. Because Cup, Boston, decision process. Matt yeah. highlighted the list of pros ghosty oh. beat in AW mm -hmm. when he was 12 and 13. Give me that list. Um, It's not. It's like more so a list of people who like forgot about me from those days. Because mm. there's a lot of people who like always like stayed true to me mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah like <clears throat> i mean granted ender's not on the team but ender was one of them he always stayed true like he always would text me always would text me back uh if i ever needed help mc um a couple other people like that that are they're not pros but they're ams but anyway uh but then there's a lot of them who forgot and i'm like i dropped 63 on not just the optic team the dynasty team did you yeah and solar on solar you eh, formal dropped 60 for the l as well Damn. Uh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. We won. We won two fourteen to like two ten. I think. Yeah. 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 yeah I remember. Yeah. I remember. Uh, we that, lost the series. Don't yeah. get it twisted. No, I'm not. I uh, won't. But it was a crazy. <laughs> it was a crazy map for yeah. me. Well, you know, it's um, it's it's uh, it, you're in good company. You're now teammates yeah. with these people that uh, that have been able to. Have I got to sit next to Seth. When that, that's uh, I don't want to. Is that is that? What content? We did uh, the blindfold. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. So whenever we did the blindfold stuff, I sat next to Seth, and oh, it was great. Yeah. Because, I mean, just a little, just a quick little backstory. Like, for me to get into comp cod, so, like, I came up in the same circle that Scrappy came up in, and Simp came up in, Dylan Brax, Phantoms, all those people, like, the, the NJ Rod people. But I am not from there, yeah. obviously. NJ Rod, you're talking about Halo, mm -hmm. what was it called? NJ Halo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was, like, NJ Halo, NJ Rod Cod, or, like, NJ Cod, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all under NJ Rod, and all that stuff was super dope. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, that was who, like, I played with, like, in Ghosts and, like, beginning of AW. Um, but getting into comp was Black Ops 2 for most people, I feel like. Uh, and it was ranked play, obviously, or league back then is what it was called, league play. And then Seth and Nade Shot. Mm-hmm. That was it. And My I boys. like, I remember the, the old optic house. Uh, I remember knowing that it was very close to where I live. Mm -hmm. uh, I remembered always wanting to go there. It's pretty dope. Um, that was play for you now. Um, get to be a part of optic. We now. had a, we had one. Uh, I'm gonna uh, so uh, cool. There, there was this one time, this one, this grandma brought a kid. Kid had to have been like 10 or 12. The, the 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 dude gets out of the car and if you're watching this man please know that this I, I am in no shape or form making making fun of you even though you did have like uh like big uh mustache oh drawn, drawn on him. And that's then, like uh, he's just like my little brother he, he draws he draws mustaches on his yeah. face with highlighters yeah i'm like dude really yeah well that's what so I, I did i i defaced public property right so it's <laughs> right on yourself before you do that uh Anyway, I, I remember this this kid came over and he's like, "Yeah, I'm here for the for the meetup." And I was like, "I was like, ah, oh, my man, there's no this." You know, I always I talk to everybody, no matter the age. I might watch my language and and not swear, but oh, yeah. I talk to everybody the same, very direct. 
And I'm like, my man, there's, there's, there's no such thing. And I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, were you just about to let this kid go into this big ass house? She's like, yeah, he told me to bring him. And I, I'm like, I'm like, yo, it's like, you don't know who's in there. You yeah. don't know if they're, if, if, if you don't know what kind of house this is. Yeah. They might be doing drugs in there. Like, you don't know. They, they could weren't. be doing anything. Yeah. yeah like it, it, anything could be happening in there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, those, those were, those were like the, 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 the super young, the super young days. But I do, I do remember feeling a little bit like bad for the, for the dude because, you know, he had to have been like 11 or, or something, but he had pen written. I'm like, I'm like, man, they, they, you must not, I'm like, you definitely, you're either having too much fun at school or you're not having the greatest time at school. Yeah. Uh, and if, if somebody tricked them into being that, fuck those dudes. It's just. Mm-hmm. That's pussy shit when you take advantage of someone weaker. And uh, yeah, I had to. I had to have that. My my little brother is huge uh, in terms of size. Uh, he's five three, um, and he's eleven. Five three and he's eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's huge. Yeah, yeah, tall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like a hundred pounds. So like he's not like big, but he's yeah. you know he's just yeah. a big tall. dude. Yeah, 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 tall big dude. And um, nobody really will like mess with him and stuff. But, like, if someone's ever mean to him, he, like, for the life of him, can't be mean back. And I'm like, dude, it's not being, it's not about being mean back. It's yeah. just about setting, setting boundaries yeah, yeah. and standing up for yourself. Yeah, setting boundaries sounds but way much like, better. But he's than like, I don't want people to be scared of me. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, everyone already is because you're yeah. huge. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's okay. Like, you're tall. Like, you're bigger than them. And that's okay. But it's, it's also good to set boundaries. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and he understood that pretty well. Um, yeah, he's a good kid. Very so good what, kid. what is the list? The, so oh, the so like, dynasty team. Yeah, like we had the Dynasty team on there. Actually, it's funny because at the the Minnesota event last year, um, I was able to gamble because it was on an Indian res- Indian or Native American, I guess Native American reservation land. Mm-hmm. Excuse my my language. Um, so you can gamble when you're 18 there. And uh, I remember sitting at the blackjack table with me, Sean, Doug, and Shotzi mm-hmm. and, and Scumpy. Oh, they come sit next to me, and I start making them money. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember thinking in the back of my head. Because I just got top 48, whatever, and I'm like, damn, I'm at like one of the lowest points in my career, but I know one day I'm probably going to have to whoop these guys. Yeah. And then, come to fruition, You're playing with Yeah, Chelsea. but, yeah, I'm playing <laughs> with them. Um, nah, but it was mostly just like a bunch of people who were AMs who I came back and were now pro that like ain't even giving me a sub spot. Because I was like, I'll, I'll be back. Like, I might not be the best right now because I haven't even picked up a controller in two mm-hmm. years, but I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Trust. Like, back then, that was me playing COD every day for the last, like, six years. You know what I mean, basically? Whereas I'm just now getting on, like, year three of grinding COD daily. And even then, like, I took a lot of breaks. I was banned. I didn't play MW that much. What were you banned? The, the blue stuff oh, yeah. uh, on GB and during yeah. Cold War. So, like, I've only been actually playing straight for about, like, 18 to 20 months of, like, nonstop grinding. So, um, I said I'd be back. And, uh, you know, I'm here. Well, it's a good thing that you said trust to yourself because here you are. You're the only person you got at the end of the day. That's when, right. Whenever it really comes down to it and you have nothing, you still got you. So as long as you have faith in yourself, believe in your ability, and um, trust yourself to give at least point zero, infinitely repeating with a one at the end of it, percent better every day, you can go to bed happy. You don't have to go 10% better or 1% or even half a percent, but just a little bit. If you're a little bit better than yesterday, you're good. Today the is patience. a good day. Mm-hmm. The patience in your, in, in, your, in your own progress. 
Uh, Ghosty, thank you so much for uh, joining the podcast. I will have another uh, podcast with you. We'll check in in a year, uh, and we'll see how your life has changed from from this moment to then. Uh, I look is. forward to continue to to watch you play for 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 us, man. Uh, it's an honor. It's a I, privilege. I, I know. Uh, I know that the that the green wall is is very amped about you. Like nobody loves a, a fucking story like this one more than me. So please believe that you have uh, my full support, and and I will be here every step of the way to make sure that you are not just well taken care of, but you know, focused and helping you focus on strictly. Uh, competing i can't help you with your school dude that's just not me but aside <laughs> from that i got your back uh everybody thank you so much for tuning in please do check the link in the description right now follow him on twitter link right in now. description link in the description what did i say link in the i said that right no i know i was just like like oh. ad libs oh, thank I mean? you yeah please 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 do continue right. with the sound effects <laughs> uh, uh but yeah anyway go follow him uh we got we got some work to do and he's definitely going to be a part of that so uh thank you everybody for tuning in if you guys enjoyed it please remember to not leave without leaving a like uh ghosty thank you so much uh all of you we'll see you guys later goodbye <laughs>